When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Unholy Trinity Podcast Three Blues Three Opinions One Everton Podcast Welcome to episode 6 of the Unholy Trinity Podcast where this week we'll be looking back on an excellent second half display against Chelsea. There's the header kept out and Chelsea puts it in. Everton in front. What a complete contrast to the first half. We'll be going all continental, talking about our acquisitions from Barcelona this season. Lucas Dean, brilliant! What a way to get your first goal for the club! There's Yeri Mina, he's got his first goal for Everton. And finally, we'll be previewing this weekend's game against Audrey Roberts, West Ham United. It's Baines again, and he's scored again! Two sensational free kicks from Leighton Baines! So lads, it's been a, a positive week. Great win against Chelsea at the weekend. Very much a game of two halves. What are your thoughts on it? Well, based on the uh, the first half, I come over half time thinking I don't know. We um, we went in at nil nil. Uh, when Hazard hit the post, I think what was it? Must be after about ten minutes. I thought this is just going to be a a riot. Um, I thought we were in for a pasting. Yeah, the first half definitely. I agree. I mean, they came out the block flying. I was very impressed the way Chelsea started the game. Actually. Um, they play on quick one-touch stuff in around the box. Hazard, obviously, world-class player, um, caused all kinds of problems coming in off the left. I thought Barkley played pretty well. I must admit, I know he got a lot of stick, but I thought he was one of their better players first half. Didn't you know? Wasn't really wasteful in possession, um, and just we were quite lucky really, weren't we, to, to not concede um, and to go in at nil-nil. Um, uh, we was very fortunate. However, on on, on the flip side of that. Um, the second half was completely the opposite, wasn't it? Right, I, credit to Silver there. I think though, in the, in the first half, we almost gave him too much respect, and we 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 set up a thinking of way, almost not to concede. I don't I don't think, but we sort of respected them as a team. Now, for me, I think I said on last week's podcast before the game, out of the the top six, <clears> they for, they're, they're the weakest side. I think even I'm I'm putting Arsenal above them. I think Arsenal carry more of a threat than Chelsea do. So the respect that we gave them was a little bit of a concern, but like you said, we were lucky. You know, they they hit the post with Hazard. Pickford made a couple, a couple of saves, didn't he, as well in, in that first half. We 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 offered very little, didn't we, up, up top as well, really. We we only had that Calvert Lewin header, wasn't it? And going with that, a shot which he put right to a, a Kepper as well. But it was a, yeah, a bit of a concern at that time. Most uh, 
most definitely. Here's a question then for you, because Silva came out in his post-match, didn't he, and said at half-time, I said to them, you've got to do everything differently if you want to get anything from the game. And it makes you think, well, what were we trying to do in the first half? Is it a case of he's changed the tactics, or is it a case that we weren't implementing the ta- tactics? In I, think the, uh, could, I, I, I think it's a very good question. I, I, think, I think he's laid into him. I think he's absolutely laid into him at half-time. It's clear... You could tell even the way we came out, the energy in the second half. I think it was Carl Lewin put a ball in, didn't he, in the first minute. Yeah. That whipped the crack, cracking ball, Bernard just, you know, about a couple of yards off it. Set the tone, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. It was the intent of that yeah. that made a difference. And I think there was probably a little bit of too much respect. But also, you know, let's give Chelsea credit. As I said, I think they came out with locks flying. They just won 5 0 in, in midweek. Mm. Okay, a lot of those players weren't playing, but they, you know, they still come off the back of a 5 0 win, which is not easy going to Kiev. As we know from our, from our experience, but you know they came out. You know, credit to them, they came out well, put us under, and we saw off the storm a bit. Um, but a credit, you know, credit to the manager and the fact that he's obviously given them a, a real rollicking at half time. I don't think he changed too much formation wise. So you, you think it's the players then? I think yeah, I think, I, I think credit to the players. I think he's given them a bit no, of I mean, roast the, I mean in the first half. I mean, what, you know, what's gone wrong in that first half? Is it Silva's got the press wrong and the tactics, or? For some reason, the players haven't been able to go out and implement it. I think you've got to remember Chelsea, man for man, they're a better team, aren't they? They've got some very, very good players. Uh, there's probably only a handful of our players that could get in there to start on 11. So you've got to give sometimes the opposition credit. And I think they've come there um, and they've, hit, they've come out of the blocks flying. And, and, and a combination of that and maybe us, maybe it's probably dropping a bit off a bit too deep. But I think though, that, that Newcastle game, don't forget, that Newcastle game is still fresh in the, in the place. Yeah. We, 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 know, we know how um, sensitive we are and how fragile we are as a team, confidence-wise. Confidence went. We, we built up confidence over two and a half games against Cardiff, Liverpool, and that first half against Newcastle. Uh-huh. It went as soon as that first goal went in. So going into the Chelsea game, when you, you could have had seven points from the previous three games and you come away with four, they were fragile again. And you could see that, and they, and they were almost scared. Now, we won't, ever, we won't know what was said in, in the changing rooms, but I, I'm with you guys. I, I think Silver just said to them, listen, sort yourselves out here, pull yourselves together, go out there and, and start playing your football. Play with a bit of intent, which we did from you know from that first minute. And it was evidence, it was like night and day, wasn't it? it was. How many times have we said this season, one half has been totally different to the next half or the first half has been a hell of a lot better than the second half. We, we haven't strung together two good halves of football, really, have we? Mm. And it, it, the same happened again against, yeah, a good a good Chelsea side. But they, for me, they were decided if you got at them and got under the skin, especially with, with Barkley starting, I said, mm. I can't see Saeed putting him in that position because Barkley mentally is not very strong for me. That I didn't think. So when I saw his name in the team, I thought, that plays right into Everton's hands. Now, we did. Admittedly, have a good first half. Barkley was okay second half. Like you said, it got the crowd up. Of course, it did. Mm, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to build the atmosphere at the moment. But that's something which which would have built it straight away. When he, you know, this video when he walked out to sit to warm up and he gets booed and Hazard behind him and he booing as well and all that. But listen, yeah, it was great for us that he was starting the game. Of course, it was, mm. and we should have used that to our advantage in the first half. We didn't. We were lucky. We went when in at our time at nil nil. We came out and showed what we can do because second half we bossed it. Yeah, I mean that early goal helps. I think the key word, I think the key word that you've said there for me is fragility, mm-hmm. and I, and I think Chelsea are very very similar to us in that respect. Maybe another level in terms of player where we want to try and get to, if you like. But they have definitely got that weak fragility ever since Terry's left that team. And that again, I think they suffer from the fact they haven't got many natural leaders. 
and as soon as we put it on them and obviously got that early goal with Charleston, they almost did in us didn't they they almost kind of like I'm not saying they completely capitulated but they certainly didn't they, you know, they, they dropped off their level completely didn't they a lot of Chelsea um, fans have laid into Sarri haven't they repeatedly yeah. for this um, on match of the day Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was talking about how Chelsea often got into lots of really good attacking positions, but Higuain or whoever was uh, playing the forward line never looked to break. Mm. They kept dropping in deep, and that just played into Everton's hands. Yeah, I mean, a couple of little bits there. I mean, you know, as I said, Hazard hit the post. There was one cracking ball from um, Jorginho, actually, um, over the top. For the movement there from Higuain was incredible, wasn't it? That he's, he's, it's like a POS ball, that wasn't it? Straight flipped around the corner, straight over his first touch. He's brilliant. But Amina's got back, hasn't he? Amina's got back at him and put a, a good tackle in. So on that point with Mina, by the way, um, I thought, I know we'll touch on that in, in the next segment, but I thought credit where it's due. Again, coming in, similar to how you did at Stamford Bridge, I thought he played well. Um, considering he hasn't played many many games of football this season. Um, not what you think, Mike. I know you were, glo- you know, you were loving him in the last, in, in the last part. He, 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 couldn't, he couldn't have played much worse, could he, than what he has played this season. Listen, I, I, I give him credit. He has, he's come in in that game. He looked all right. He played well at Stamford Bridge. Mm. Yeah, no, but with that we're going back months and months. In in the in the interim there, he's either been injured or when he has played, he hasn't looked very um, stable at all for me. The jury's out on me now, and as I say, we're going to go on to a little bit about about him. But on on the day against Chelsea, had one of his better games. You, you can see what 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 he offers. You, you, you can do, and I thought he, you know in the tackle generally he was quite good. He won quite a bit in the air. You know, you know he's, he's six foot five. He's a big lad. You shouldn't be getting beaten in the air. And I thought him and Keane generally work quite well together. I thought Keane, ropey against Newcastle, got back to a little bit of form, didn't he, against Chelsea again. So I think defensively, take that first half out. It's second half. I thought defensively we, we were a lot better. You know, credit to Jordan Pickford, mm. though, because I say to yeah. Jordan Pickford, as did a lot of Everton fans after Newcastle. And rightly so. Yeah, and Pickford said himself, didn't he, this weekend uh, on England duty, in the press conference, he said, yeah, the, the Newcastle fans got to me, held his arms up. But he came back against Chelsea, did what he does best. That, that's safe from Higuain's second half, by the way, where he's hit it and it's, oh, it's clipped someone that. and it's mm-hmm. rising. That's a great save, by the way. That's a fantastic save, that. And that didn't get enough credit from me. But Jordan Pickford came out there and answered the critics, answered people like myself who, who slated them, and lightly so. Um, and it was great to see. And it does show people who say he wasn't mentally strong. It shows him. He's he shown a little bit of maturity, didn't he? Yeah, which is, and yeah. I guess in the last yeah. part we were saying, gosh, does he lack that at some time? Yeah. Lack that at some times. Yeah, yeah, he had his game face on definitely. You could tell early doors. You but could see it. Even his a couple of early distribution days. in that game again was fantastic as well, and that was something we were saying that can be a bit haphazard. You know, especially yeah. this season for whatever yeah. reason, he's made plenty of mistakes. But the Chelsea game was fantastic. Yeah, and, and it was it was good to see him recover that that bit of form. Um, but no, all, all in all, it was a, it was a real, a real positive, positive performance. But you know, go, going back I, to I, sorry, to interrupt, I think some of the positives again. If you're going to highlight some of that, I thought Garner was excellent. Now, I want to give Garner a bit of credit here because I think Garner, you, you know, he, he had his alleged dream move to PSG. Um, you know, it was all but done, if you believe some of the reports, and he, we've obviously kept holding uh, maybe against as well. But I've got to give massive credit to him uh, as a professional. I don't think if he if he goes in the summer, I don't think any Everton fans will have no. a bad word to say about him at all. I thought he was outstanding in that game. Um, obviously, Dini again uh, or Luca Dean playing left back thought was excellent. I thought I thought Gomez, um, although we were under the caution in the first half, there was a couple of bits where where they were pressing very very high and tight and in very tight spaces. 
where he really showed bits of class there for me. You know, like in really tight pockets where most players give it away under pressure. He just kept the ball, the ball retention that he did there, and, and at times I think saved us from coming under even more pressure than we were. And he came into it again in the second half. Um, but we'll, again, we'll touch on Gomez in a second. But I just thought you could see the little bits there, what he provides that team. I think technically he's head and shoulders above everyone in midfield in terms of ball retention. Definitely, Sigurdsson was the one for me. I know, I know, he missed the pen. But I yeah, get get him off pens. Let's set him up right now. Yeah. Get him off pens. Worse than you, pens. Oh, I'll tell you what. Hey, hey, hang on. Where's that coming from? <laughs> I've seen you take a pen with those duck feet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you ever seen me miss one? Ever seen me miss one? Please see you take one. Hold on, but he's got. I mean, is was it? He, he scored three from six this season. Yeah. Um, he struggled first half, didn't he? He didn't, look, he, he didn't get on the ball, did he? He didn't, but he didn't look confident over that ball. And I was, you know, I thought, yeah, I don't, I don't fancy him at all. For me now, it's got to be Luca Dean. It's like it's a very, very good ball. Like Leighton Baines, left footer. You always trust the left footer. Unsworth is the same. Don't miss pens, it's just the way it is. Like yourself, left footer. <laughs> I don't miss pens. I don't miss That's just how it is. We'll get get him, Pickford on pens then. Get, well, he can say a good ball. But no, for me, it's, it's got to be changed up a little bit. I'd, I'd be getting Luca Dean on them. You saw... I don't, even, I don't even notice this, but when we got the pen, Calvert Lewin was sniffing. Was he? And, and he saw, he almost as if he said to Sigurdsson, you know, are you taking this? And he went, oh yeah. And he sort of turned away in disgust. Calvert, if you watch, watch your back, right, right. he turned away in disgust. So whether he, I mean, he knows he sees him, he probably does, yeah, you're not going to score this, are you? It's weird though, because he does but, strike a good ball, doesn't he? He does, he, he does. does. And, 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 you know, he, he, the way he hits a ball, like you saw Rashford score one in Europe, and he, he's obviously just head down, struck it really clean and beat the keeper purely on pace. And I think that's the way Sigurdsson should probably take pens because he strikes such a good ball. Doesn't, doesn't he? often put his foot through a ball, does he? No, he doesn't. You know, he hits. He's, always, but he's got a very powerful side foot, hasn't he? So but he's I, almost like you know. But I thought his performance in general against Chelsea was quite understated and underrated, really. Yeah, yeah I think I he's right. outstanding. And, yeah. And what was the atmosphere like, Pete? Obviously, you were there. I mean, second half. Yeah, unreal, fantastic. Was amazing, it? brilliant. Was yeah, it? yeah. Big fan of the sirens. Keep the sirens. Apparently, there was a bit of a delay, though, wasn't there? There was no real yeah, cock up on the playlist. Now, yeah, you see, we wouldn't get that on the uh, the Unholy Trinity podcast for quite smooth with our. We are smooth. Listen, we'll we'll reach out there if, if ever ever want to get us involved with with anything to do with the the music on match day. We'll we'll come and we'll sort it out. So there'll be no 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 gaps at all. It'll be absolutely seamless. Well, no, the, the sirens I think are absolutely fantastic. It's I think it's a really good introduction and you know it gets people's attention straight yeah, away. Yeah. Uh, even away fans are not sure. Obviously, what we're doing as well, they'll, they'll probably stop on their sacks. I, I, I love all that, mate. Anything that makes but, it. But haven't they got uh, the announced in the weekend that they're going to do a singing section in the Gladys? Yeah, next year, yeah. Which that's, is great. That's fantastic from the well, club. It's, it's, that it's, again. it's the lads and, and, and girls, I suppose, the, the originals who are, um, are in conjunction now working in conjunction yeah, with the fans forum there. and the club. And it, it, people, you, how many times have we moaned about the atmosphere mm. over the years, but then people have done nothing about it? Give them, give them a lot of credit because that's what they're trying to do. So you want a singing section, have a singing section. If you want to moan about it, then don't sit there, go sit somewhere else. That's yeah. no problem. No, I think it's great. But don't, don't sleep people who are trying to do, do something for, for the better for mm. me. But started up, uh, applications, when you, when you need your season you ticket that, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're saying to you, do you want to apply to be in the singing section? All right, right. No, that's good. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. But no, just to round up overall, um, lots of positive second half. Um, some really standouts there. Obviously, we mentioned Garner, Pickford. Dean Bernard Gomez Calvert Lewin by the way Calvert Lewin as well now, deserves gonna, a mention I'm he? going to take credit for this because I've been saying all season give him a run of games and play him central don't put him left don't put him right give the lad a chance to play up front and he'll do his job 
yeah, he needs to score more goals. But that'll come with time. He's only 22 years of age. He's looking big. He's looking strong. He's looking powerful. His hold-up play I, I thought was good. He's got better and better. He has, he's bringing better. players in. He, he's, he's now he's now a massive part, I think, of our team. I'm not saying, by the way, don't go and buy a snake in the transfer window in the summer. But give the lad some credit. And give me some credit for saying, play him there, by the way. And give the manager credit. He's oh, improved yeah. him. He's yeah. improved him. For the Calvert-Lewin at the start of the season, yeah. to the Calvert-Lewin now, he's had the balls to play him as a young kid, which a lot of managers in the Premier League are under a lot of pressure don't play these young kids. So, you know, fair dues, he's, he's, he's he played him certainly the last you know, few months, he's, he's given him a run in the side. Um, so I agree with you, I thought I thought he was very, very good. He, he occupied both centre-halves, centre didn't he? He gave him trouble. Um, thinking you just need to put on a few more pounds for me as well so he can be a bit stronger. He has put on weight um, though, you can see that the lads, he is going off. He's filling out a bit. Yeah, and he, yeah. You know, obviously he's totally... He's, he's got, quick he's as well, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Is, is, is yeah. he being recorded the second quickest in the Premier League this season? I think I'm right. Yeah, right. I'm right in saying. So he's got pace, the lad. Right, right. Well, from what you said there, some, obviously you mentioned quite a few players there, but three that you had mentioned. Mm. You mentioned nearly all the teams, didn't you? But we won't go into that. But three players that you did mention... Yeah, you mean it, Luca Dean and Andre Gomez, and, and it fits perfectly now into our, our discussion on our relationship with Barcelona. And the players we got in in the summer, and, and the impact that they have, or in some cases, haven't made up to date. Um, we, we threw a vote out there earlier on. Um, in the week about who's made the biggest impact of the three. Luca Dean was obviously the comfortable winner and we, we'd all agree he's had a fantastic season hasn't he since he's come in and he, he's going to walk away with the Player of the Year awards for me. There, there's no no contest yeah, really. Yeah, he's going to that, isn't he? But think back to the summer when we, all, we had this link to it was a Keegan Tini at Celtic and, and we thought we had him and didn't get him and he was going to come in and play left back and there was a little bit of a discussion around that and it was a shame we didn't get the kid in but look, look at who's come in. You know, Leighton Bling Bing's replacements. Big shoes. Massive shoes to fill. And he's yeah. come in. He's attacking has always been good. I think defensively he's improved as after, as the season's gone on. I think I think he's a real top quality acquisition. Early on in the season, right, a lot of Everton fans were saying put Leighton Baines back in. Yeah. yeah, well they were. I mean but I think, you know, if, you, if I remember rightly, the Tini deal was all but done, wasn't it? But then they, they wanted an extra four or five million. Yeah, they yeah. threw it a bit of a curveball on And then we got this French kid and then no one's really he was in, no one's ever heard of him. You know, he's the understudy at Barca, what's going on? And then obviously he was a bit of an unknown, but you know, he's gone on to be you know, I'll have a fantastic season. He's got back into the French squad. Yeah. He was unlucky not to get in in the French team for the World Cup, really, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And they had Pavard playing there. who obviously had a very good tournament. But um, I think credit where it's due, he's been, he's been very consistent pretty much throughout the season. Throwing the odd goal. I, I, I like his delivery as well. One of my main worries is the fact when we were losing Leighton. What Leighton gives you in that final third is that he doesn't panic, does he? He always picks out. A, he always picks out a cross, whether it be you know a floated delivery, whether it be a pullback. He always seems to make the right decisions, and, and I don't think Dean is quite at that level yet. But he's certainly got a great delivery on him as well when he gets in that final. Can third, whip a ball, can he? Yeah, he can. And he links up really well, as we're seeing now with Bernard. It does really well. That left hand yeah, side now becoming like it, like a Baines and P and R situation. Yeah. I'm not going to obviously. A few people said that. You know, yeah. but but you can see the developments of the relationship between the two players, and it, it's only going to get better as, as time goes on. Little stat for you. Little piece. Here we go. Top three. Um, Chances created by defenders this season. Third place. Come on, who's in third? Uh, top three. Top three. So this is your your third place defender in the Premier League for most chances created. Robertson. Le- left backs. Def- defenders. defenders. All oh, defenders. Doherty. Doherty. 
Doherty will be up there. You're going Doherty, you're going... And Robertson will be up there. So third is Kieran Trippier with 40. Nice. Second place, who are we saying? Collar Bass Wofford, isn't it? He's Doherty. in there. Doherty is. Robertson, 41. Joking. First, Luca Dean, 55. Massive and shoulders. Massive difference, isn't it? Massive difference. It just shows what, what could be done. If we had a better sense of flow, then Carl would be I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> No, but I think no. Look, there's no doubt about him uh, as being one of the best signings, and for that price, it's it's unbelievable. My worry is, is let's hope we keep him in the summer because there'll be some clubs sniffing around him. He's on a long term um, deal. I mean, it's very much the the balls in in our course, and that's why you get this kind of player on a long term deal. If anyone wants him, you're talking fifty six million dollars. pounds. It's yeah. as simple as that. I mean, well, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and there will be people sniffing because, and there'll be some of the big boys sniffing because. As I saw, I think it was um, Man City fan group a couple of days ago saying they think he'd fit perfectly into their side and yeah. what have you. So he is getting a little bit of notice, but no, he'll be with us next season. Um, one player who may or may not be is Andre Gomez, because mm. obviously he's, he's, on, he's on loan. For me, he's made a, made a good impact. We all know he played really well those first sort of two or three months when he came into the side. Sort of burnt out, didn't he? He played so many games. Yeah, but that Christmas season. period, I think, finished off a lot yeah, of players. Yeah, it did, yeah. So 50 I mean, players weren't used to playing over yeah, that yeah. festive not period. Not pre-season, has he? No, no not at all. But, but that 17-day ga- uh, gap we had there, you could see uh, the likes of Bernard, the likes of Gomez, the chance to sort of recoup and uh, have, have that break. Yeah. Uh, I think they've all come back pretty strong since. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've said it before, you know, I think you can see that there's a, there's a special player there in Gomez. I think he... I think he's on a different level to any other midfielder we've got, technically. I don't know what you guys think, but you saw even a couple of um, snippets in the first half there. He's the only one that really got a couple of shots off as well, didn't he? Yeah. And he can bang it with either foot, though. You know, yeah, He had a couple of good strikes with his left foot there as well. He's not afraid to shoot. And we've been crying out for a midfielder for years, haven't we? He's willing to put their foot through mm-hmm. it from like 20, 25 yards. So the last one really bad there was probably Barkley would be willing to shoot from there. Um, I think, you know... If we can get him for around about 20, 25 mil, which is what obviously the rumours are coming from Spain, I think that's an absolute snip. Keeps for his the age, ball, doesn't it? Keeps, keeps the, the ball, ball brilliantly, Pete. And in, 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 in the pace of the Premier League, you, every team needs a player like that who can just keep it, compose, doesn't really make many mistakes, goes and gets it off the centre halves. Yeah, you know, carry it and goes forward. Correct, yeah. He just, he's, he's almost like the old fashioned box of box, really. Uh, and he's deceptively strong as well, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's, he's a big he's, lad, you know. He's, yeah, he's, not, yeah. He's, he's a big lad. Um, yeah. but, and, you know, he's, he's very, very cultured for me. He's great to watch. He holds people off. He's, he's big, strong. He's got great feet. Gets out of some tight spots. Pace, yeah, yeah. I mean, we asked, we asked people again this week thoughts on Andre Gomez. You know, should we get him on a permanent deal or not? 92% said 100% yeah. You know, we've got people that we had uh, at ADGs said if the numbers being reported are true, so £25 million, then it's a no brainer. On top form, he's class above anything we've got, and the club needs continuity across the board with the manager and the players. Real, real valid yeah. point. Um, Matt Ashton there mentions signing him up and handing the armband. A little bit drastic there, mm. Matt. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. Someone he, else mentioned that the other day, you know. I think it was, I was listening to another podcast the other day. Um, Forget which one it was, but someone else mentioned about that about uh, the whole uh, armband thing for him. Saying that more and more he started putting his foot in more, he started being a bit more vocal at games. You know, is he kind of one of those sort of 
takes a bit of a while to sort of embed into the sort of squad. I mean, you don't discount that completely. No, like, I mean, you know what, what Matt went on to say there was basically if he feels loved, he could thrive. You know, he, he had the uh, certain mental struggles, didn't he, at mm. Barcelona, and, yeah. and he's coming to the club. He's embraced the club. The club and the fans have embraced him. I mean, for me, he's not captain material. He's not my idea of a captain. Mm. Um, but, you know, they, they, what we're getting through off, off fans is we had uh, at EFC 2325. If he'd come, you'd sign him. And then Spuddy 1878, £25 million or, or less, then yeah, yeah, go and get him. I mean, in today's money, that's like, you know, 10 mil, five years ago. I mean, if we don't get him, we've got a problem, haven't we? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, it, leaves, it leaves a big gap in the silver system if we don't get Gomez. I know we've seen in certain games recently, yeah. we've brought in Snyderland to shore things up and Gomez has, has come out. I think, though, if he's here next season, he would be irreplaceable in that side. I don't totally, think he, I, I, I totally think agree. he's the, one of the first names on the team. She for me, he's, he's that good. Yeah, I think I totally agree. And, and, and you know, of all the signs we got at that time, he probably wasn't the one that everyone was like, "Oh right, this is like." You know, he was a big money. He was like an add-on deal to the. He was. To the he deal, he had that great season at Valencia, hadn't he? Then he yeah. gone to Barcelona and worked out. So yeah, he was unknown. He was a risk. But if you do read the stories behind that, like brands apparently recommended him to us. When he was at Valencia before he went to Barca, really? Because we were after Brands then, weren't we? A few years ago, and he obviously turned us down at that time. I think it was the start of Mashiri's reign. But he said, "What I will do is I'll recommend you a player," and that player was Andre Gomez at Valencia, and that's when Neville had him there. So Neville, even Neville said, "Obviously, he's a talent." He could say, and he got the Barca move didn't work out for him, and eventually we've got him. So look, we've obviously given loads of superlatives there. Um, there's no doubt about it. We need to keep him. I think Garner may end up going in the summer. Mm-hmm. And we could potentially get, you know, a, probably a similar type of midfielder there, but who can maybe pass it a bit better than he can. And if we can get Gomez ahead of him, I think that would be uh, the start of a, you know. Uh, a and also, he's a beautiful looking man. He's got great hair and he's got a cracking beard as well. So listen, just for that, for, just for calendar sales alone, get the man in. He can make us a bit of dough there. We're going to buy someone else with the money that we make off the calendars. Um, but that brings us on now to, to my favourite acquisition from the summer. Yeah, yeah, you mean it? Now, that's not the next Maldini. Well, you, you, you sit here and say, obviously, I've, I have stated yeah, you mean it, and no, no one more than me wanted to work out. My concerns are he reminds me too much of Funes Mori. That's my concern. Mm. I'm is not that sure. Is South American thing now? No, I don't think it is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he, if he can adapt to the to the to the Premier League. He seems a little bit dozy at times to me. He's, he's had a couple of good games. And people are now going, oh, you know, look, he's turned the corner. Maybe he has, you know, who, who am I to say? But I'm just not sold on Yeri Mina. And there has been talk, I think it was Fenerbahce, a sniffing mm. round, apparently one of them. If we could get Kurt Zuma and get the same money in for Yeri Mina, I would, would I let him go? Yeah, I would. When you say it's too much like Funes, Mari, do you mean inconsistent? Like, what do you mean? In, in, inconsistent, sometimes doesn't, rash. Know, doesn't know when to play the ball and when to get rid of the ball. Just, just yeah. a little, little bit. He, he's not a particularly good thinker, I don't think. And that's just my. I mean, he's a big, strong lad. He's yeah. got all the money. Remember that Sacco? Remember Sacco at Liverpool? He then went on to where's that now? Palace. Palace, yeah. Palace, yeah. He just reminds me a little bit. Not well, Sacco looks like he's going to fall over, doesn't he? Well, he's got the acceleration of a tractor. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of you know, in terms of stature and build, I mean, he's, he's not quite as clumsy as Sacco. Looks like Bambi on ice, doesn't he, when he plays? But I mean. He does remind me a little bit of like being a unit, an athlete, but has that mistake in him 
and then does something brilliant followed by something like what you're doing there mate look, 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 look at the Newcastle game where he cleared out two of our players when they scored <laughs> it's just like what's, what's that but maybe I'm, maybe I'm being harsh I shouldn't probably judge him as harshly as I do because of the time he's had out injured he came in he didn't play a game until November mm, yeah, was it when he first yeah, got into the side because of his he had a foot injury which had, had um, caused him problems over the World Cup and, into, and obviously last season he came into the team had a couple of okay games looked alright against Chelsea away got injured again didn't he but he, so he's just come back to, to fitness again um, although people are saying this is a, a false injury in the in the Colombian media you know but he hasn't he hasn't looked right I don't think you do wonder about his mentality don't you he's had two very good games against Chelsea but you think that you know high profile games you know championship contender side and then there's the FA Cup game against uh, Lincoln you're dragged yeah. off yeah, off. Well, yeah, Millwall, yeah. No, the Millwall game he got dragged off at half time, didn't yeah. he? But, yeah. But at Goodison he had a horror of a game. Yeah. yeah. And look, I, I think the jury's definitely still out for him. You know, there's no doubt about it. He's definitely not the finished article by any means. And it's a new league. It's fast. It's he's probably a league. He's Silver said it himself. It's a league he's never played in uh, this sort of pace. Uh, only time will tell. But I do agree with you. I think we have taken a big punt there. We'll probably keep him for another season. I think, unfortunately, the whole Zuma thing doesn't look like it might not happen, is it? You know, with the Chelsea embargo, which is a shame because I think he's a real talent, Zuma. He's, he's just been called back up into the French squad, is not he? Again, good age. Um, having said that, the way Chelsea played at the back the other day, how does Zuma not get in that team, by the way? He would have David Luiz and people like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He's been our best centre half this season, KT. I know Michael Keane's had, had a much better season this season. But Kersey, for me, has been the best centre half. There's no no question about that. And if the, again, if the price is right, you know it's really important that we we do make some good deals. But if the price is right, if we can get him, yeah. then yes, I would I would probably go and get him. Um, but I still think we need someone else as well as Zuma. Yeah. I, I think Zach's maybe going people like that as Zach's well. definitely going to go with contacts up in the summer isn't it from what I remember Ashley Williams gutted he's going but he's, he's... If, it, if, 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 if I was Everton I'd be giving him another five year deal to be fair I'd want him back in, back in the squad he was such a, such a Stoke loved him position. Stoke yeah. fans loved him yeah fan, fantastic player Ashley Williams Mason Holgate's coming back though on a positive note he's had a very good spell hasn't he been playing at right back mainly though hasn't he he's but he's but, another one that's centre half though as well potentially isn't he no he's not going to for me you don't think so no not even a right-back, though. People are agreeing about Mason Holgate. He's playing the championship for West Brom. And he's saying, oh, he's having had a great time there since he's been there. Terrific. But he's not a Premier League centre-half. Let's get out of our heads. Right Do you think so? I think, I think no, there's potential. I think he's a player. I think he's a player, you know. No. He, 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 does, he does well at right-back. I think he'd do a job at right-back. Um, but I think we go out in the summer and we go and buy a right-back. He, he well, I, I, I disagree. I, I, think, I think... Look, don't get me wrong. Again, you know, we can't say for sure, but for a young lad... He did get a little bit rash, didn't he? He got involved in scraps he shouldn't have done towards before he had the loan spell and then he got pulled out the side. But um, no, I think there's a player there. I, I'm, I not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not a bad player, but he's not a Premier League centre-half. He's, he's, that's not the, the right attributes to be a Premier League centre-half. He can put him at right-back and he'll do the job. What do you mean attributes? What, he's not tall enough, big enough? He, you mean that? He hasn't put on weight, I don't think, for the last probably two or three years. I, I thought he'd be one of them who would just fill out, like Calvert Luna has done. Yeah. He'd put on a bit, a bit of muscle... I mean, he is quick. He is quick. Yeah, he's technically good as well. Yeah, he's, good on the yeah. Ball. Yeah. But he's, he's not strong enough to be a Premier League centre half. I mean, he's too lightweight. Look well, at Cannavaro. He was only about five foot, five foot nine, <laughs> only five foot ten. Yeah, well, Give me the next Cannavaro. Paul Gates is not Cannavaro, is he? Let's be honest. Don't worry, Mike. You, you've only recorded. I'm sure it won't come back to haunt you. 
Well, I'm sure, I'm sure. Put your wine button on that one. Yeah, I'm sure you'll utter your wine at some point, Pete, because that's your favourite button. No, but, but finishing up there, going back to the Barcelona, which is what this segment was about, I think the, the overall, I think all the signings we've got there, okay, Mina may be a side, the jury's out on him. But I, I think brands will keep on maybe going back in there to see if we can get some of their sort of second string type players. Well, I was about to say to you both, no silly answers, but anyone in that Barca team that you think we could realistically go in for? in the summer what in their squad now mm-hmm. I mean um, Mike what can you think of anyone Tim or Tay Stegen keeper no go on I was, I was thinking with more like Malcolm we were linked with him and he's, he's struggled a little bit to cement him uh, he's been in and out of the team hasn't he yeah. he's been in and out of the team I think that's a good shout I mean we're looking for a winger aren't we potentially uh, a, a right winger having said that though I mean um, you know, on the wing we've looked pretty good recently I mean with Charleston going out there and Bernard on the left so Maybe we may not need to go in and get a winger in the summer, but I know what you mean. There are there's certainly players there on the fringe, probably ones that none of us really even know here that Brands probably uh, would have a, um, a great idea about. But I think there's there's a lot of players there around those clubs and some some real class acts who, um, apart from like Sandro, but there are there are some players there that you could take a punt on, uh, like like to Dean and things like that that could that could end up being gems, couldn't they? Well, the, the, the Echo did a, did a segment a few weeks ago where they were saying apparently Everton aren't going to go out and look to get a centre forward in the summer. No, I saw that. They're going to try and get somebody that can play across the line, um, which I think will probably disappoint quite a few Blues. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think we need a centre forward, 100%. I, I'm, I'm quite happy with what Carlett Loon has done. We said earlier on he's, he's going to crack his job, he's getting better and better all the time. You get someone else in, so you've got that bit of competition between the two. Fantastic. You know, you know what might be an idea? I was thinking about this. You know the way Richardson scored that goal. He scored a few like that this season. That 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 was the that was the attributes of centre forward. That wasn't it. You know, like you know, like the the instinct there. He reacted mm-hmm. quicker than everybody else, didn't he? I know people say oh, he's not an out and out centre forward. That for me was the instinct to go for. He wanted that ball more than anyone else. Fox in the box. Mm-hmm. Fox in the box. People coming to argue. But no. No, but he did though, didn't he? So and what I'm thinking of, I know Sigurdsson's had a good return this season, but would you even think about having Calvert Lewin leading it and have Richardson buzzing round him? Maybe you know what I mean? As as a kind of it, a... It, it, that, that probably changes Silver set up too much, doesn't he? He likes to play a certain way. He does. He does have a have a, a central striker. Uh, not not necessarily a big huge unit, but he has a central striker. I mean, just talk of Olivier Giroud. We're, we're going to do obviously a transfer. Podcast yeah. at some points. Would you have him though? Interestingly, no, no, I, I would. Listen, no, he had his chance. No, he had his chance, didn't he? And his missus said, "Nah, I'll get back down here." You, no, you had your chance. It's your fault. You're on Chelsea's bench and you're not playing. I totally agree. Don't go back in for him. No, Don't go back. No, even, like, even for even for some even for Calvert Lewin, you know, learned a lot of him for a couple of years. I think he, I think he'd be a bad sign. Thirty-three, is he? No, Giroud. Ne- never, never go back. Never go back. No, no. like even people like that. I just think Calvert Lewin needs someone like that, maybe a more experienced pro that he can push him for his well, place. Well, apparently that, that goes against our new transfer philosophy. I was going to say, yeah. Signing players yeah. in the yeah, but I don't think we're going to sign everybody in that bracket. I think, I'm just thinking, certainly in that sort of specialist position, I, I do think, I, I definitely all, all day go after, I know Dzeko again is getting on a bit, but he's, you know, he scored a lot of goals, even when he was at City. And he scored Dzeko, a lot of goals. Dzeko two or three years ago when we were linked. Yeah. yeah, absolutely perfect. Maybe a bit old now. 34 now, but I don't think, no, I don't think the time. But what I'm thinking is, if Calvert Lewin is, going back to your point, Pete, where he has come out and said, are we physically going to, be to bring anyone in? I would like someone maybe a bit older than him, you know, or even a little, you know, in, in their maybe 30, early 30s, that 
that he could possibly learn off and push that guy's position. I see, I see what you're saying, but I, I, I don't think I don't think like people are saying it. It's going against our, our transfer policy, really, isn't it? Going forward, it's not what Brand, Brands is trying to build, not what Silver really wants to build. So I can't see it myself. Who knows? And it's probably it's a discussion for another day, really, isn't it? But yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But let's 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 move on and look forward with with huge positivity. To, to this weekend at, um, at the Toilet Seat Stadium, the the <laughs> Olympic Stadium. You boys uh, love West Ham. Solus, the biggest Solus ground in the Premier League with the bleacher seats and all that. You know, I don't like West Ham. Pete can't stand West Ham. So we've got to go there, we've got to win, haven't we? <laughs> go on, Pete, throw the first punch, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know where to start. I mean, first of all, we've got to avenge the defeat of Goodison, haven't we? Were that was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, we should have won the game, and I, I think, I think we were unlucky. Um, we got picked off on the counter attack, didn't we? And I think once that second goal went in, in the first half, it was an uphill battle. Yeah, um, I'm like, who's retired on that particular day? Our old nemesis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. scored a world. He was on the cards. He was always going to score in that game, wasn't he? You just knew it before. Uh-huh. And he'd done nothing for them really before that, had he? Well, I'll t- yeah. t- tell you what's, what's odd about West Ham is they're so outspoken about other football clubs. So Karen Brady, we know she's got a, a collar in the scum. And she'd come <laughs> out, had a good pick on Marco Silva. Um, what she said? Well, Silva came out, didn't he, in, uh, in February and said that Everton players need to be more focused, more motivated. And uh, Karen Brady's come out in a column and compared him to Barry Fry. Barry Fry. Barry Fry. I thought you were going to say Barry Chuckle <laughs> <laughs> She said um, that the player's mood going into a game is absolutely the responsibility of the manager. Otherwise, on a match day, he might as well lock himself in his office with a bottle of whiskey. Look, at the end of the day, she can stick to the apprentice. You know what I mean, you, you get on with that. But I, going back to that point, I do think we owe them a, we owe them a game after, after the Goodison game. I mean, that's normally a banker for us at home. We've, we've had a good record against them over the years, haven't we? And even to be fair, I think we've had a good record of their ground. Um, we've had some memorable games there. I know Leighton got a couple of cracking free kicks there. Yeah. Lukaku got his first goal, didn't he? The winner there. When he got knocked out, remember that? Yeah, when he got knocked out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think, I think we've always had a decent game against them. We've had the odd blip as well, but again, it won't be easy though. I mean, they've come up, they, they were, were they 3 were they 3 0, 3 1 down against Huddersfield, the team that doesn't score any yeah, goals at home yeah. and ends up bringing that back. So they've obviously got something about them. And Pellegrini and a couple of the signings they've made, it's definitely taken them on to another level. Felipe Anderson's world class, isn't he? Felipe Anderson's a top footballer. Real Madrid sniffing now that he can't get Hazard. They're going for Felipe right? Anderson, yeah. 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 I mean, he was awesome that, at Lazio. That's you up a bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I mean, he, was, he was awesome at Lazio, and he, he, he's a very good signing for them. I thought that when they signed him. But even like Scott Nelswich, he can turn it on, can't he? He's had a couple of games in the past. Uh, Chica Rito again came on. He's not had it, was he? On out of it, he, he sort of in and out of the side. I think it was Huddersfield. He, mm-hmm. he started and got got hauled off, and then obviously the game changed and so on. And he, he's sulking his knee after yeah, it, that move to China yeah. or whatever you fell through. And you know what he's all about. He's all yeah. money oriented, isn't he? Uh, but no, but it, going back to it, though, if you look at the squad last year and then look at the squad this year, they are a better outfit. They've got more players that can hurt you. You mentioned Anderson on out of it, obviously Chica Rito. Yarmolenko before he got injured as well. well. He got, he got um, Definitely nice Rice has come through. Looks a real yeah. talent, you know, a yeah. young kid there. You know, so they have got some players. Put at the back. Yeah. They can be had. I, I definitely agree there. Fabianski aside, who I think is, I think he's an unbelievable keeper. Yeah, he's better. Um, than far too good for West Ham. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
But no, going back to it, I think it won't be an easy game. It'll be one of those games. I think it'll be very similar to Newcastle. I think it'll be potentially, you know, first goal. First goal will be vital if we can get ahead of them. Um, and you mentioned about, oh, we talked about the defence before. You know, with that clean sheet against Chelsea, that's three in the last four games. We've had clean sheets now since the break, isn't it? Since we had that uh, two week two week layoff. So, you know, that's against Liverpool's attack as well and Chelsea's. I know we capitulated a bit against Newcastle. But, you know, we are looking a bit more solid at the back. So I think if we can get an early goal um, and get into them, I think we could we could we could nick that game. Well it's looking like Dean's a major doubt, isn't it? He's got a, a, a yeah. hamstring. He did a international duty. Yeah, he's got he's come back with the He's been sent home, hasn't he, with an injury? So then Leighton brings obviously. Is that confirmed, Bally? Is he definitely mm-hmm. done his hamstring? Yeah. He's, he's, oh. been, he's been sent back, so obviously uh, there's, there's further tests to be carried out. But Leighton Baines is back fit. Obviously, we're not sure how he'll react to, to the game situation, but obviously a very good deputy to come in on, on his day. But no, we'd obviously we'd be a big loss. We'll need Dean on, on the day if he, if he can't play. But we've, we've got to go there with, with belief again. We're coming off our best win of the season, arguably, against, uh, against yeah. Chelsea. First time we beat a, a top six side since the Man City game. When we beat them 4 0. Yeah, long enough. Yeah, you know, it's been, it's been a long time, so we've got to have a bit of confidence. So, sorry to jump in, but I tell you what's, what's done me head in the amount of time that's been thrown at, um, at Everton, not just this season, but you'd say the past three or four, that we've got this terrible record against the top six. We go out and beat them. Oh, what's the response? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the response? Well, does it? Does no, it I, I do agree with you. I mean, is it, could I mean, you get so, any, any more of a muted response than the times that stats been thrown at us? Yeah, yeah. Well, at least I can put that one to bed on Sky from now on. They can stop laughing it up. But I do agree with you. There is a bit of a, a, a mini agenda there. But I think Silver come out and said, you know, this needs to be put to bed anyway. I think that been. I reckon that have been part of his team talk at half time. You know, lads, go out there, shut everyone up, win this game. It'd be interesting to see that on the back of that. And we'll obviously, we'll have had another two-week break when we play them again. Hopefully, we won't have too many injuries. But I think that if we turn up and, 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 sh- and ca- carry on the confidence from that last result, I think we can win the game. Uh, I think we've got more than enough to beat them. But um, as I said, they have got you know some individual players that could turn it on. Um, but you know, personally, I think we've got enough to beat them at their place. And as I said, we do owe them a result after that uh, game at Goodison. Maybe. I think we're going to do them. Well, they beat us in the last game of last season, wasn't they? They beat us. Um... Because Nias scored a, a consolation goal, didn't he? Last game of the Is season. Draw? One, I, I thought it was 1 1. No, we got beat. We got beat. 100%. Wait, give me a second while I look this up. Talk amongst yourselves. Right, <laughs> find out what the score was. But it was, it's just one of those. They are one of those sides that you just absolutely love to beat West Ham. I mean, this this, this rivalry online as well, on Twitter mm. and social media, uh, where there seems to be some kind of rivalry between West Ham. There's, there's no rivalry there. Like, like, like Watford, there's no rivalry there because you're not in our league. No. We're, we're a massive club, you're not. It's, it's as simple as that. It you is, isn't it? Down. It is, no, it is, isn't it? <laughs> no, you know, really. Besides winning the World Cup in 66, what have they won? <laughs> Nothing. Pretty much, no. you know. Championship. Yeah, you know, what's that? <laughs> uh, the best minds in recent times been Allardyce, says it all. <laughs> just, uh, they just absolutely warm you up. Um, but they, are, they have had some good players over the years, you know, and they've produced some great young talent as well, like to Joe Cole. Well, a good youth team. Rio Ferdinand, yeah, they've always produced good it's players. It's a shame they're not a big enough club yeah. to hold on to anything. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the issue. Here we go. Yeah, I got beat 3 1 last game last season, yeah. Was we it? Um, we went, went to 2 1 with Nias, but then the Lanzini scored the third, 3 1. Yeah. There you go. So we no, that, that well. I think overall, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on predictions, then, boys. I mean, Mike, you're you're winning that table, aren't you? Yeah, by, by by a country mile. Um, What's your thoughts? To be honest, West Ham away. I've got to go for an Everton win. I've got I've got to go two one Everton. Goal scorers. Goal scorers. I'm going to go for Andre Gomez. 
and it's Charleston again. I think yeah. he, he's got his confidence back. He's he's looking busy. Yeah. Pete, I'm going big. Oh, all chips in. I'm going big. Four nil. <laughs> Four nil Blues. Four nil Blues. Easy. Yeah. Goal Easy scorers. Move. We're going to go Seamus Coleman. Yeah. Two for Calvert Lewin. Oh. Sigurdsson and Bernard. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> can can Bernard sing another half a goal each? How many beers you have between us? <laughs> five nil. Well, we'll go five. Five. Let's say that about five nil. Five nil. Yeah. Five nil. Uh, I don't think I'm as ambitious as that. I think it'll be a bit tighter. Uh, they've come off the back of a decent win themselves, albeit they should, probably should have lost the game. I think, like you, Mike, I think it'll be tight. Um, you think every game's going to be tight? I know, because, you know... You say it's every, every time, yeah, wherever yeah. we play, play it's play going back, to be tight. Play back all the podcasts, <laughs> and he definitely uses that line every single time. Yeah, I think time. it will be. I, I, think, I genuinely think it will. Uh, I certainly don't think it'll be 4 or 5 nil, Pete. Um, no, but I think it'll be 2-1. I think Lanzini will score for them. I really rate him. I think he's a top player. I wouldn't mind a sign-in, to be honest. It's a 10. Uh, it's <laughs> a ten, as a ten, cracking ten. Um, no, but I'd have. I think Richarlison DCL score for us. Uh, I, I agree with you on Richarlison. I think he started to show a little bit. Uh, I know he has his old sulk and things like that, and some some fans have got on his back a little bit recently. But twenty one years old in the Brazilian national team at that age, the kids only going to get better. Double figures in in a team that's been pretty mediocre this season. Um, I think. I, I think he's. Just, Fantastic player. I think you'll. Uh, I think you'll score again this weekend. So to follow, then we're going for three Everton wins. Win, win, win. One's absolutely massive. Four is it four? Is it five nil? We don't know. Pete doesn't know. But we'll we'll find out. Our five Saturday, isn't it? BC, Saturday, BC Sport yeah. late late game. So something to look forward to there. Yeah. But I just want to say, uh, obviously, we're, we're pretty much first month in now since we started the pod. Uh, and from all of us, really, just wanted to say we've had like you know. Looking at the stats, we've had some listens from you know a lot of listens on all over the world, really, which is mind blowing. Really, we only started as a you know free mates. It's wanted to have a chat about Everton, some reason chat and a bit of banter, but it seems to have uh, got a bit of traction. And thanks for all your feedback and everything else. Um, I don't know what you guys want to say anything, but I think uh, it's been it's been great, isn't it? The first the first month. Yeah, it's fantastic. I think we never expected to um, reach such a wide audience. We've we've got as far here as Sri Lanka. Which is which is mind mind blowing itself. That's Pete and Anne over in Sri Lanka, isn't it? <laughs> the UAE, um, Canada, USA, Australia. So it's been it's been a real that's been great. Real positive start, and hopefully only, only going to get bigger as time goes on. So thanks for your support. Thanks for listening once again, and we'll catch you again next week when we look back on hopefully. <laughs> And then we'll preview the Arsenal game as well. Sports Social Podcast Network.